It's time for the Kernel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. And that's Spencer the Spoon coming in once again on Crundle Mania, the podcast edition. My name is Ace Bondaloo. Mike's over here too. Mike, what's up? Where are you at? I'm pointing left or right. What's up, Ace? Uh, I'm to the right of you and just chilling. Got locked out of my apartment for He good. did. He couldn't live tweet SmackDown on our Twitter <laughs> at Crundle Mania. I had to do it for him. It was bad. We apologize. Yeah, hey, kind of shitty. <laughs> Spencer, uh, the bonger, how was it? Oh, it was spicy. It was a spicy one. Um, guys, I just want to jump into this. Like, we're going to talk a little bit more about our days, but I just want to get this segment done and out of the way before I forget, okay? Okay. 100. I know it's in the podcast. Can we just do social media shout outs right now? Yes. Go for it. Do it. Social media shout outs. Okay, I'll read them out to you guys. You guys just kind of react. Um, they weren't great this week. We didn't get a lot of engagement. We got to up our, up our game, but here's who we're going to shout out at this topic pod. Uh, they tweeted at us saying, thanks for the follow, lads. You're number 420, which seems hella appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We shout out other podcasts here. I think that's cool. What did you guys think of that? I thought that was that awesome. Was really appreciated that. It was a nice gesture. Much love. And yeah, the wrestling community is pretty tight, I'd say, tight-knit. And so excited to join up and be a part of that. Check out, check out their pod. I don't know. If you somehow listen to this one, listen to theirs. Because they tweeted at us. So just like give it a it. go. Come back to us. So anyways, <laughs> um, here's another one. Someone just started a fire in their house. Oh, that was um, good. Um, <laughs> We're going to have to cut that out. That's the smoke detector in our place. Diana took pizza out of the oven and the smoke alarm went off. <laughs> huh. right, continuing on with the uh, shout outs, we got that uh, at Vic ha- underscore Howard 10 once again saying, uh, y'all see this? It was about the Goldberg match. Uh, uh, what was going on between him and the Fiend at Universal title? Appreciated like, that. That's a loyal. What was, the, what was it? What? It was- it was the update about Braun Strowman with the Universal title and how originally the Goldberg was booked to win. And then, um, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. No, she was just talking about how Goldberg didn't want to put over um, The Fiend. That was what the news was about. It was like that information that came up about, yeah, Goldberg and how he, his legacy he felt like it would have been shattered or tarnished. Dumbass. <laughs> oh, well. Now we got a beep in the background, but we'll just keep going. We'll cut um, that to, out too. Um, another shout out to at Real Jeff Cobb. They're oh. trying to correct us for saying, you know, Guatemala isn't an island, right? LOL. Ace, then, can I please this upset, this, this upset my boy Mike, and I just want to say, Jeff Cobb, this is Ace Bondaloo coming at you saying, you know, how dare you do that to my buddy Mike? If you were in a ring with me right now, I would beat you one, two, three, and that's the Ace Bondaloo guarantee. I'll take you back to the bakery. I don't need a receipt, okay? <laughs> You're lucky that we can't cross borders right now, real Jeff Cobb, because if we got in the ring, it would be over. You know what I mean? You're named after bread. Relax, okay? Relax. Hey, I'd, like to, 
cut in here maybe for a second. And I don't, I'd like to say on the pod here that I don't personally agree with everything Ace just said. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb. So uh, don't, don't, uh, don't come after me. I, uh, I don't know. I don't think I could, uh, I don't think that would be a very good idea for any of us. But anyways. Jeff Cobb can touch <laughs> us. Ace Fondaloo. Uh, I guess we would just have to wait and see what happens. <laughs> oh, man. Three-on-one handicap match. That's right, baby. I'm saying in a ring. That's where I want to do it. Not on the street. I was planning to just hit him with a low blow. One, two, three. That's my game plan. <laughs> Good luck honest. with that. Good luck with that. Dude, I'm just hey. saying that's the only way I'm going to win. No, so I'll, just gonna... I'll distract that ref for you. Don't worry. Also, shout right. out Cobb's bread for that ace. That was a good shout out. Cobb's bread. Yeah, pretty good. Make a good bread. So I just want to quickly clarify the tweet we're talking about. I was watching AEW, and there was a reference Jericho made. He was on commentary to a guy in Guatemala who might be a little better like than him. Because there was like Shivani, like he was getting mad at Shivani for saying like, you know, uh, might be one of the best wrestlers in whatever, like in Canada or in the world. Um, so I said it could be Jeff Cobb due to the tour, his tour of the islands finisher and the fact that he's a hitman. Like that's what he they've kind of brought. Like he's not signed to AEW, right? So they he's a free agent. So like that's why they're doing the hitman thing. It's smart. It makes sense. So I was referencing that because hitman can go all over the place. And Guatemala, just because like – because it wasn't in North America, I was like, okay, like the Hitman thing, he could be anywhere, say Guatemala. It wasn't meant to be, like, and I put two of the islands just because, like, uh, not because I thought Guatemala was an island, but just because, like, like, tour of the islands to me kind of sounds like you're just moving around anyway. I know that's not what it is, and I know it, like, has to do with his heritage as well, but, and it's a cool finisher, obviously, but uh, that's not what I meant. Like, I clearly just tweeted it out wrong. Well, I don't really care because he responded and we didn't tag him. So thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. I uh, think you're a great wrestler. And that's all I have to say about that. And Spencer, that was social media shoutouts. Yes, it was. Anyways, gentlemen, how you doing? It's the long weekend. Yeah, Ooh. feeling, feeling, well, I mean, it didn't, it didn't get off to a great start with the, let's get Diana and my, well, with <laughs> You can get off to a good start getting locked under the apartment. Cut that part out, too. Um, but whatever. Other than that, good. Yeah, good Good start to the weekend. SmackDown was good tonight. Good week of Mike, wrestling. You delivered some uh, late, late news today. Do you want to break down the news that came out? I guess really quick, just touch on it. Maybe just direct them to the news episode, what you talk about. Oh, yeah, sure. Very brief. Yeah, just all WWE today. Talking about a couple of releases. Talking about... Uh, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, and then uh, the Money in the Bank. So yeah, like three minutes. On you, talked about, you talked about the revival. Yeah, the tag team. Yeah, I didn't want to. Okay, well, oh, I didn't know if well, you wanted dude, me to like. You want to oh, lead them to the news? Now. Yeah, go to the news. It's old now, but uh, Spencer, anything new with you? Uh, no, I just hung out today. Um, played video games, smoked weed. You know, it was great. Spencer's playing that Red Dead. Tweet us oh, if you play Red Dead at Crundlemania. Oh, talk about that um, all day. Hey, also tweet us if you play like any game on the PS4, specifically like WWE or Madden. <laughs> or anything. Correct. Or anything, anything at all. Anyways, <laughs> let's go into the 
Let's let's break down the shows. Let's start off with Monday Night Raw. Uh, does anyone want to nominate themselves to recap this, or shall I take it on and give it a real quick, 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 quicker? But we did already kind of touch on Monday Night on our last episode, did, so you yeah. don't have to go. Through oh too yeah, much. we don't have Monday, Night, Monday Raw. Night Raw. Yeah, let's oh, not revisit was... the worst episode of Raw I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, it, <laughs> it ended with Big Show. Nia Jax is back. Humberto. Ricochet we missed Humberto. Is back with a tag team, <laughs> and uh, I feel bad. I'm sorry, Humberto. Alistair Black did a 30-minute match with Paula Cruz, and he's on the roster now, too. Anyways, I don't feel yeah, let's move on Roberto. to AEW. Um, that's who wants to recap it. Oh, I got AEW. Yeah, no worries. I'll do NXT. Spencer's doing SmackDown. That's how it's going to go. Mike, go ahead. All right, so we started off this week's AEW with another solid promo by, by Jake, the Snake Roberts, the manager for Lance Archer. Basically just summarizing the beatdown of Marco Stunt from last week. Nice cold open to the show. Uh, big fan. And then it was Archer winning in another squash match this week. Just love the guy. Oh, thanks uh, to Lance Archer, too. He actually liked our tweet. Uh, mentioned him uh, during his, uh, his slogan, Everybody Dies, the Murderhawk Monster. Just a beast out there. And, uh, yeah, appreciated that interaction, too, from him. Next up, women's match. Great match right here. Number one ranked Hikaru Shida taking on number four ranked Britt Baker. Dr. Britt Baker, excuse me. Uh, Britt's nose gets busted wide open in this match. There's all kinds of color. Pretty stiff. Shida wins the match, but it was uh, it was honestly a really fun match to watch. Uh, a, little, uh, a little slow to start, but they got into it, and it was, it was good. What did you guys think of that match? Uh, Baker is good in the ring, and she's a pretty looking lady. That sounded um, weird. That sounded weird. <laughs> Let's cut that out. I don't out. mean it just like that. No, no. Just why do we always say let's cut that out? Let's just leave it all in. That's like that's uh-huh. your that's your catchphrase on the podcast. Let's cut that out. <laughs> that is a good podcast. Catchphrase. People just get to hear it. All right, that's the slogan <laughs> of the podcast. Though, let's cut that out. Cryptomania <laughs> hashtag. Let's cut that out. Let's cut that out. <laughs> Yes, my only oh. thought to add of that one was Jericho on commentary is great. Oh, yeah, great point. Out. Great point, hey, Spencer. <laughs> uh, Jericho was tremendous all night on commentary. I love how he kept calling Tony Schiavone Tony Schiavone. It's something he like really likes to do. Uh, I thought that was amazing. And he was doing the heel gimmick at the announcer's table as well. So he was really putting over uh, a lot of the heels that were wrestling, obviously, but also was doing had to like did a pretty good job of putting over the baby faces as well. So uh, he wasn't like he was being impartial, but not being too crazy about it. Really like you him could tell well. he enjoyed it. You could tell he oh, was doing it. And yeah. like I said on Go the news, on. yeah, like I said on the news a couple of days ago. Uh, you can check also uh, seven hours of uh, of commentary Jericho's recording. Looks like he'll be there for the next Ooh. little bit. I'm okay anyway. with that. So then we had Kenny Omega and Michael Naka, 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 Nakazawa talking about a name for their tag team because right now uh, Hangman Page is back home. Naka jokes uh, that they should be called best friends because they are best friends. They're former teammates from DDT Wrestling, Dramatic Dream Team in Japan. Orange Cassidy walks out from the bathroom inside the trailer just casually. And then best friends walk in the trailer and now they're fighting later in the night for the uh, ability to use the nickname or team name of best friends. So at least they put together like a reason that they were fighting. I like orange. Anything orange yeah. Cassidy does. Yep. <laughs> it's a, it's a low thumbs up for me. Yeah. Same. He's going to, he, uh, he did not in fact try tonight cause he wasn't wrestling. Nope. Next he didn't up. Try. The first of two 
different vignettes on the night from for Jake Hager versus John Moxley next week in an empty arena, no holds barred match. Uh, I actually really liked these two. They, this made it look really real, like an MMA style promo. I thought it was really cool. So just uh, they had his wife Catalina Hager on there, and I just want to say one quick line from her. At one point, she goes, we are a house of winners. If he doesn't come home a winner, then he doesn't come home. I'm like, all right, I see who wears the pants in this relationship. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then Mox puts over the fact that Hager got up from the paradigm shift, which is a move that pretty much always ends his uh, opponent usually, that double arm DDT. Uh, yeah, solid first of two vignettes. What do you guys think of that vignette? It was fine. Um, I think that was the one with the guy uh, with... Uh... Hager's buddy with a Nike tank top and I was like, I was watching that vignette and I was wearing the same tank top and that was kind of weird, so that's about all I know. That's about all I got to add for that one. Oh, this guy's got the same shirt as me. Weird. Ace, any thoughts? Could Spencer be a, could Spencer be a little louder? I need him a little louder, in all honesty. I don't know. That's my thought. I agree with Spencer. I was also wearing that shirt. <laughs> I all find right. that very hard to believe. <laughs> Have to trust your... Uh comment next up we've got hype for the tnt title first round uh, matchup it's going to be a, it was a quick recap of cody and sean spears history because they would go all the way back to wwe when they were in ovw and then they recap the chair shot that gave cody stitches next up best friends versus kenny omega and michael nakazawa trent wins he beat knack uh with the pin uh so they retained the best friends moniker i i don't really dig michael nakazawa in the ring in terms of like the oil spots i think it's kind of gross but hey whatever i understand that it's tough times right now like can't get can't get everybody next up brody leaving yet he speaks to three dark order members by like the side of like a, a house or something then he gets annoyed at two of the guys who aren't wearing like suits uh that's another it's another vince pun because vince always made the guys go on the plane with like airplane with suits all the wrestlers and then he would get like it would be kind of annoying because you have you're gonna go first thing you do is go to the gym after you get off the plane uh but it takes time of your routine to have to take off your suit and then put on gym stuff or whatever it was just so again another it's another pun on vince mcmahon i'm not i don't like this i think maybe spencer has a different opinion we'll get to it in a second uh but anyway he leaves the one with the dress like the suit and tie on into a room he's like has an opportunity for me brody lee said and that was the end of that but yeah, Spencer, just quickly, what do you think about Brody Lee right now and his uh, leadership with the Dark Order? Where they're going with this? <laughs> um, honestly, dude, like I, I didn't know. I didn't really even see this uh, this vignette um, at all. So I got nothing. Like, um, yeah, so okay. he's, it's fine. He's 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 gonna. We'll see. Like, it's still kind of early. Like, I'm I sure some it. of these guys are gonna turn on him. Yeah, go for it, Ace. Oh, it was just a big old. <laughs> That's what it was. Anyways, move on. I have nothing to add to that. Just move on. Okay. Another promo for Hager versus Mox is pretty much the same as the last one. Next up, you got Brody Lee in a squash match over Lee Johnson. Uh, tough to get invested in Lee right now, just like with everything going on with there being no crowd and stuff. But he's still my man. I love the guy. Great worker. Uh, and he'll he'll get it right at some point. Next up, we've got another look back at Cody versus Sean Spears. Uh, this one from their match at All Out, the Cody one. And then that springs us into the main event, Sean Spears versus Cody, opening round matchup in the TNT title tournament. 
Sean Spears looked really good in this match. Again, these two have great chemistry because they've worked together for a long time and have a good relationship. Uh, Sean Spears with a suplex onto Cody on the guardrail on the outside. Spears hits an attitude adjustment onto a table on the outside. Uh, and, but eventually, Cody gets the win with a figure eight, uh, figure four, excuse me, into uh, like a pin, which is really unique. And then I just want to quickly shout out Pineapple Pete as well. He was on the face side of the ring. Shook D is the name. He was like, easy, he easily stood out here. Like the first thing that caught my eye was him on that side of the ring uh, so uh, yeah great segment all around good involvement good match um, and that was the conclusion to dynamite what did you guys think of the main event um i'll be honest my dynamite feed wasn't working very well um so i didn't really get a good uh good look at uh, everything that was going on um but so I missed this pineapple guy, but uh, they had to have they seemed to have some good action. And I'm uh, I'm pretty sure I was uh, confident that Cody wasn't going to lose this match. For some reason, I just imagined him going all the way to the final of this tournament. OK, all right. I like that. Who do you have facing him on the other side? Probably Lance Archer. I'm uh, nice. yeah, that's the only one I can really picture off the other side coming out, coming out anyway. So. Yeah, that's actually my prediction, too. I, that's the exact same thing I have. I think that'll be a great match for the pay-per-view coming up. Uh, Ace, what did you think about this? The Cody and the Sean match? Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Just when Sean going to win. Yeah. <laughs> you knew who was going to win this match. But at least He's they put win together... going to win when Austin Theory wins. <laughs> Just right, one other... <laughs> Just one other thing quickly. Um, I don't remember where this occurred on TV. I must have missed it. But Matt Hardy also did a promo. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because he's, he challenged the, uh, the inner circle to an elite deletion match. So that's probably going to be one of those pre-taped things because that's kind of the direction that the industry is sort of going at the moment with the current situation with COVID. So um, I'm pumped for that because Hardy can produce it and he does so well with it, you know, when he's given that chance so i'm excited for that as well yeah all right that's fair ace you want to do nxt next yes NXT, sir NXT. i can handle nxt it's gonna Sounds be a good. little quicker and a little less detailed mike you took notes didn't you those were physical notes they were <laughs> that's what i figured i could tell Hey, so NXT kicks off. Um, it was the number one contender's ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. So we had some uh, pretty good spots. I actually like what they're doing, giving us those takeover matches spread out over time. Uh, really can't wait for my Velveteen Dream. I hope that's next week. Um, but at the end, it was Io Shirai who defeated uh, Larray, Knox, Yim, Kai, and Green. I kind of wanted to see Chelsea Green win because Robert Stone was funny. One of the highlights was definitely Robert Stone going up to the uh, ladder cheering um, Chelsea on <laughs> and like it's just it's so silly what did, what did you guys think well I Robert Stone fun. yeah I mean Robert Stone is was in TNA as Robbie E and he had the tag titles there really charismatic guy um, yeah I, don't know. I think he's really cool I like it um, Spence yeah no it was fine I, I really don't uh, I never knew what this Robert Stone guy was and he comes out and he looks just like a obnoxious douche and that seems to be his character so it works so i uh i don't know it was uh seemed to be a good match good spots yeah i uh i just like dakota kai i mean i know she's always the villain now but i think uh i think that's very it's just funny um but i'm not surprised she didn't win so yeah there you go uh then finn balor sends a message to walter it's like a recap and a little quick promo 
it was fine. Uh, let me get to Indus Sure. So normally is Malcolm Bevins. It's Indus Sure, which sounds like Ensure, like the the drink you would have as a meal replacement versus Ever Rise. Um, sounds like a boner so, joke. Yeah. <laughs> so Malcolm Malcolm Bevins is his name, and he introduced this tag team. Here's another name I know by, and I can't think of it because I'm so crun. Malcolm Bevins. Um, yeah, he was known Don't as something else happy. before. Yes. Okay. But I was so crowded I couldn't remember. I think it was Rinku and Swarov or whatever their names were. They just manhandled the Ever Rise and it was a squash match. Uh, Malcolm Bivens was boring. It was a waste. And then uh, we get to the final segment of NXT. You still with me? 150%. It's Blackheart yeah. versus Rebelheart. One final beat. So we cut to the ring. Triple H is sitting out there in a chair. Matt Riddle was clearly in the area beforehand. There's weed smoke everywhere in the <laughs> ring. Like, obviously hot box. There. That's why he wasn't on the show. Um, Triple H reminds Johnny Gargano and Tom Maso Ciampa that this is like the end. This is it, okay? Uh, the two went after each other a lot. They threw each, uh, weapons at each other. They fought onto a production truck at one point. Um, the Blackheart, Mr. Tommaso Ciampa, he uh, ripped the ring apart. Uh, they fought back inside. And uh, it looks like um, Ciampa was was going to like possibly win. And then Candice LeRae came out, interfered, kicked Gargano between the legs. And we're like, oh, he's definitely going to win. Uh, but... Gampa starts like com- like comforting his boy Johnny. He's like, "Oh, you just got hit in the nards. That sucks." And then Larry comes back and hits a low blow on Champa, and it's revealed that Johnny was wearing a cup. Johnny gets the three count, one, two, three. And the weird part was uh, he won with the the Champa pedigree, and he also made Champa smell his cup. It was pretty gross, and it, I didn't was not a fan. There were so many camera cuts in this match, and I was so tired of this feud at this point. I did not need it. I did not need it at all. I'm way more excited for next week with Dream and Cole and something fresh. Anyways, I'm just glad it's done. This match was like an hour long, was it not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, I wish get how fast it. I summed it out because it wasn't that exciting. It was just like everything we've already seen them do. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that far. I thought that it was a pretty solid match. I thought that they did a lot of creative things. I just don't think it needed to be that long. And I heard like a lot of people online were saying they didn't <clears> like <throat> the cup thing. I thought it was funny. I liked it. Well, Matt Riddle was definitely there, and I wish I would have addressed that. I wish I would have come on and said, what smells like weed? <laughs> <laughs> I Matt Riddle. We were supposed to have a fight here. Yeah, I feel like have, um, at some yeah, point. They found Matt Riddle's place. I feel like at some point. We will make Matt Riddle a friend of the podcast. So that's how Champa is gonna. That's who Champa is gonna fight next. Is Matt Riddle because he's gonna be like, I lost because I got secondhand high. I couldn't think. <laughs> there you go. Spence, we're on a roll, buddy. Do you want to roll over through to SmackDown? Yeah, absolutely. You just watched uh, it. Let's hear it. I did just watch it. So uh, started off with the brand spanking new Universal Champion Braun Strowman. Uh, coming out, talking, talking big. He did pretty good in the mic tonight, I thought. Um, came out, was doing stuff, saying uh, he was doing, uh, he was just like, oh, I'm going to be here when opportunity knocks. Like, he just, he was just, he, oh, he was great. Um, and then Shinsuke Nakamura's blasted music interrupted, um, issued a challenge to for a match. Um, yeah, so that was going to happen later. 
just as uh, just as they were kind of accepting the match or whatever, uh, Cesaro jumped in and was about to kind of do a cheap shot from behind, but Braun sensed him come and turned and shoved him over the ropes. It was kind of a crazy flip that Cesaro did, um, but then he turned back and met a kick from uh, Shinsuke, who then who then scampered out of the out of the ring and made made sure that the match was uh, set for later. So it was kind of odd seeing those two without Sammy. I assume there was something going on there, but uh, it was that was just a little weird. Um, uh, Shinsuke did a lot of his own talking, which uh, went okay. It was a little awkward, but he kind of played it up, so I think it worked. Uh, Man, people yeah. are going to hate my recaps. You guys are so much better. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Continuing. Um, yeah, so that clearly set up uh, a match for later on. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on that one, that segment? We should just move on. Both were good on the mic. Okay. I like Shinsuke. I do. I mean, I like Braun too, but I really, really hope they push Shinsuke to the main event eventually. You know, he got a bit of a dirt bad hand, I think. Mike, dude. if he's going to go to the main <laughs> event, he's got to leave the Artist Collective, like, immediately. I think him and Cesaro could still be together. Like, Cesaro's got legit badass credibility, I feel. I think they both got to go solo, but they just... They don't let him do it, but that's me. Anyways, continue on, Spency. Continuing to the next match of the night. Um, it was the women's tag team title rematch. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross, and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, sorry, versus the Kabuki Warriors. Um, I mean, I don't know why they had to do a rematch already, uh, but they did it with the other tag teams, so why not? Um, yeah, so it was fine. It was a good highly paced uh, match but uh one thing ace and i uh or ace pointed out to me on while we were watching smackdown is they don't really talk about Kyrie sane anymore so you got to think that when uh when and if these two this kabuki warriors breaks up like you got to think what's going to happen to poor Kyrie because they don't really talk about her really show her anything it's always about oscar it's all oscar so anyway um mike has thoughts i think Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to wrap up what happened in the match and then you can give your thoughts. So let me give it, give me a couple, give me a minute here and I'll, uh, I'll get to you. Um, so I was just going to say we had uh, some action. They were going back and forth. We had a great spear by Kyrie Saint. She had a great looking spear at one point. Um, I mean, action spilled out. These two, these two tag teams actually did pretty good against each other. Um, and there was one point when Asuka got up on the, ta- on the table in front of Corey Graves, who, who is back on commentary. Um, and Michael Cole, and she started yelling in Japanese at, and doing her uh, Asuka thing and to get confronted by Alexa Bliss, and then they all got thrown off by... Oh, no, she got confronted by Nikki Cross, sorry, who did uh, Nikki Cross beating on her chest nonsense. And anyway, uh, that was that was some action that happened, and it was funny, kind of. I mean, Nikki Cross is... Sometimes you just kind of cringe when she does things. Um, and then we ended up getting a... Uh, a twisted bliss to uh, wipe out both opponents, um, but uh, got got uh, walked right into a neckbreaker from Nikki Cross to earn the pin. So Kyrie Sane got pinned twice. Still make makes Asuka look strong. So clearly, I think Asuka's going on for bigger things, and we'll see about Kyrie. But uh, yeah, Mike, you had uh, some thoughts on that, so I'll, I'd love to hear. Them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kyrie Sane's husband lives in Japan still, so I think that like she might be trying to get. Uh... I think she might be trying to get back there. I'm not okay. sure. I, I know um, 
I know there's also like I, I can't remember which uh, promotion it is in Japan. I think they're in Japan, but uh, there's like uh, some company that really wants to bring Sane and Oscar back to Japan. Um, so yeah, I think there's just rumors of that. Um, oh no, sorry, she did not marry Evil from Japan, uh, who I think was the person Io Shirai is the one that's against her. So you can ignore everything I just said. It's actually Io Shirai. That's okay. there's no credibility to that statement whatsoever. We can cut that out. <laughs> uh, Ace, anything for you? Uh, no, boys, Kron. He's currently tweeting out. You can look at this tweet later. <laughs> podcast notes. A little behind the scenes, baby. Because Ace Very engages. Nice. I'll even get it on the Instagram story as well at Crondomania. Oh. Continue on, Spencer. Continuing on. Uh, next up, we had a. Um, Actually, before I forget, because I uh, I forget exactly when it ha- occurred in the show, but uh, sometime post match, there is an it was just a bit showing uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss celebrating their win, patting their titles, calling them their babies, blah blah blah, and they're approached by Carmella and Dana Brooke, um, who then issue some sort of challenge to them. So apparently, Carmella and Dana Brooke uh, wish they got, or they wish they weren't left off the WrestleMania card and want their shot of the title. So apparently we're getting them makeshift tag teams next. Again, I'm not sure exactly when that happened in the show. All I know is it happened. Um, I'm okay to see Carmella come back. Dana Brooke. Nah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, next up, we had uh, a recap of the Otis Dolph Ziggler, uh, feud slash match at WrestleMania. Um, which, of course, uh, Otis won due to some interference by Mandy Rose and some awesome things happened after that with the kiss and blah, blah, blah. So Dolph Ziggler comes out with uh, Sonya Deville and they're both come right over to uh, to Corey Graves and Michael Cole and start yelling at him about how unfair it is and how you guys know what's right and we're just trying to do what's right for Mandy and what's best for Mandy and we know what's best and all this, all this wonderful um, Healy tactics. And they're interrupted by Tucker's theme. So uh, the heavy machinery th- music hits. Tucker shows up, starts starts mouthing off. He did a good job. I thought Tucker did pretty great on the on the mic here. Um, they get into a match, and it's pretty pretty good match back and forth between the two, um, throwing each other into stairs and whatnot. But it came out a came out a bit out of nowhere where uh, Ziggler got a super kick on Tucker, um, and that was just the end. So. There was no mention, no interference by Otis or Mandy, so it looks like they're doing some things. Um, but yeah, the uh, the highlight of this segment was certainly the the beginning when Tucker came out uh, and showed Dolph pictures of Mandy and Otis working out together, clearly looking happy and all coupley, which were also on Instagram. So that was fun. Um, Ace Bondaloo, got any thoughts on uh, this match or storyline going here? Oh, I'm done with it. Done with it. He's done with it. Oh boy, Mike. I I don't know. I'd like to see it continue for a little bit. Maybe like you know have like Is a false juggling game. cops back there. Diana, can you? <laughs> Sorry. I, yeah, that was Diana. We'll cut this part out. Uh, <laughs> um. So I lost my train of thought. I'd like to see them. We're not cutting out. any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll cut we'll cut all this out. Um, I'd like to see them in a street fight, <laughs> in a street fight, like or you know some type of like 
you know, no rules type of matchup, but then that's it. And I'd like to see Tucker get, you know, a little bit more action in a, as a singles wrestler also. He's, in my opinion, the actual, like, the better wrestler of the two. Otis is, like, more entertaining, but I think Tucker's the better wrestler. Probably. He seems to be able to move a little more smoothly out there. I like Otis a lot, though, so. Oh, yeah, they're both great. Love, they're great. I really would like to see them push better, or, you know, more than they are, but this is at yeah, least... Yeah. For sure. Uh, all right. So after that, we had a uh, uh, the new dirt sheet with uh, Miz and Morrison. Sorry, I almost forgot. Um, and they came out and they did a quick replay of their match at WrestleMania, the uh, triple threat ladder match. That was a little odd being only one member of each um, tag team was in the match. So Morrison ended up winning that. Um, so they were... They were doing their their thing. Miz and Morrison's bit little uh, little shtick they've got going, which is somewhat entertaining. Uh, um, Ace kind of talked me into more liking them or opening up to them more a bit, I should say, not uh, not exactly hating on them. Uh, but they did their song "Hey Hey" uh, in the center of the ring live, uh, which was pretty funny until it got interrupted uh, by Jimmy and Jay Uso. Um, they tried to. Uh, they try to drive a wedge in there. Then uh, shortly after the New Day kind of um, kind of jump in there and interrupt. And so the I, Big E pitches the idea of, of the opposite three. So the three that didn't compete at WrestleMania competing for the tag titles match. So it makes it, uh, makes it fair. Um, I think this is pretty funny um, and a pretty interesting concept. I think it's kind of, uh, I think it's kind of fair. Cause I mean, what happens if let's say Big E pulls down the titles? <clears throat> Do you, do you now have to have a triple threat ladder tag team match or do you give them just a one-on-one or something? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's at least somewhat compelling for a, uh, a storyline um, containing some of the old, older characters that we've seen a lot of over the last little while. So I think it's a, just a different, interesting way, um, way to, uh, to try to mix it up. So I, I think it could work. We shall see as always. Uh, Mike thoughts. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm with you there. I would like to see them just, you know, push a couple new tag teams. That's why I'm, you know, I was hoping maybe to see Tucker and Otis in the tag title picture. We've just seen a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. So. You just Agreed. said you want that feud to go more, so you can't say that. <laughs> what? what? Whoa, when did I say that? In the last segment, you were talking about Tucker and Otis. And them. I think that feud should be done. No, no, no. Well, like, I'd like to see that go, obviously, on for a little bit for, like, one more pay-per-view, but then I'd like to see the Tucker and Otis back as a team, like, going for the tag titles. I feel like, oh, I feel like it's now. about their time. <laughs> <laughs> man, we'll just, don't let Mandy leave, you guys. If it goes on, Mandy's going to leave. Mandy! She's with them. Mandy. Uh, all right. Um, and I think it was next up, or at some point here in, the, in, there, in this uh, segment, we had a... Uh, a full song by Elias. He was he was lording over his victory over uh, King Corbin, um, who really screwed uh, our boy Ace Bondaloo on the weekend. And uh, if uh, King Corbin had won, maybe Ace had uh, placed a little higher in the in the competition, but he didn't. So uh, blame on Corbin there. But Elias had a song, and he actually got to sing all of it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, one of the better things he's he's sang before. But uh, anyway, that was just a little aside. Um, because the next match on the card was the debut of the Forgotten Sons, and I forgot who they were, so seems pretty apt. 
they came out to squash the Lucha House Party. Um, honestly, I don't really remember a lot. I think there was one moment where one of the the guys that were forgotten but wants to be remembered um, came out and grabbed Grand Metalik and was yelled, do you remember me now or did you forget me? To Grand Ain't no Metalik party like a forgotten party. Oh, that was the other line they dropped. Ain't no party like a forgotten party. Channeling their inner S Club 7. Uh, yeah, these guys are probably just going to be jobbers. Um, but we, yeah, no, I don't think they're going to be anything but jobbers, to be honest. They, they just, they squashed the ultimate jobbers in the Lucha House party. So, yeah, nah. Uh, thoughts, Ace? No thoughts, Ace? I forgot what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's very about. apt. Oh, it's very apt. That's the Forgotten Sons. He already forgot about them. Uh, all right, Mike, any thoughts about the Forgotten Sons, or did you remember them either? Um, I just don't understand why they're pushing the Forgotten Sons, to be honest with you. Like, they're not, <laughs> yeah, I don't get this. I'm not on board with the, with the call-up. Uh, yeah, no idea. Uh, anyway, so uh, next up we had uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks um, have their big... Uh, we won, or I won, because I'm the best. I'm the ultimate role model, and blah blah blah. Um, and uh, yeah, so they they just come out bragging bragging up, and then whose music hits? But the Tamina, the Tamina train is continuing on. Um, she comes out, and the the girls run her down a little bit, and she gets on the mic and's like. Ah, it took all five of you to beat me. You guys couldn't beat me, and blah blah blah, and and. Uh, you guys are terrible role models and she would beat Sasha Banks. And then uh, she says, your friend, she screwed you. And she leaves the thing. Or she leaves the ring. Sorry. Um, and uh, Sasha Banks looks very unhappy with Bailey. So clearly this it doesn't matter who wins between uh, Tamina or Sasha. This is just story fodder for the Bailey Sasha SummerSlam match that uh, we all assume is happening. And then, yep. uh, yeah, so, oh, yes, yeah. so uh, any thoughts by uh, by you guys uh, at all? Completely agree with you. Yeah, pretty much it. Ace? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Ace <laughs> is making voices over there. I don't know. Uh, Ace is, uh, uh, yeah. Ace is on Donk Level, man. He's on Donk Level, ready to be done talking about SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going as fast as I can. I got two more segments here. You're almost there. Um, oh, this one's yeah. short too. This one's short too. It's uh, Seamus it's bringing you, the it's pain. The Smackdown. It's the Smackdown. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Seamus bringing the pain. Miss. Uh, he has <laughs> seemed to be mad um, over his uh, 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 what is the word um, omission from uh, WrestleMania. So he. Got to fight someone named Cal Bloom. And, Dude, he's uh, actually upset because his role in the main event was shitty. Oh, yes. Probably that, I too. watched that. He was a special referee, and he got made look like a fool. Special <laughs> uh, special podcast episode. Ace Bondaloo uh, reviews, reviews the main the event. Main event. Oh, yep. God, I could. Coming up. It's coming up. Dude, if we get one tweet asking for that, at Crumblemania, I'll do it. One single tweet. <laughs> one <laughs> single tweet. Someone we know. It can't be from someone we know. At Vic. It's be someone okay, organically it's, through the it's, Don't even ask that lady oh, who's probably on. listening. Oh, please, you've got to do it for us. Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
so I don't know who Cal Bloom is. Mike, do you have any idea who Cal Bloom is, or is he just some jobber they picked up? I have absolutely no idea who that is. Okay, all right. No, yeah, that's fair. I didn't recognize he, Obviously, he didn't even get an entrance. And in this era of empty arena wrestling, not getting an entrance is pretty bad. So, yeah. So he just kind of broke kicked him, and that was it. There wasn't really anything. Um, maybe Seamus will... I don't actually don't bring know. the pain. He bring the pain. All right. Uh, next up and last up, we have the main event of the night: Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, with Cesaro on the apron or just on the outside. Um, and so they did some uh, some Healy tag teamy things that uh, tried to get over uh, Braun. Uh, Braun had a couple of good spots. I mean, he leveled uh, Nakamura with one of the better looking like shoulder tackles he's done in a long time. It actually looked like it actually hit him instead of sometimes when it doesn't, when it just kind of looks like he brushes them and they fall over. Um, and he ended up winning with a running power slam after uh, I think he survived a, uh, um, a knee to the face and he got him, got him with the power slam. But the real exciting Action happened after the match. So one, two, three, Strowman wins. Cheering, yelling something about this is the start of his reign. And whose music should hit but Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. Um, Bray's in the Firefly Funhouse uh, with a uh, whiteboard that says the history of John Cena and Bray Wyatt. And he, write, or, and he erases the word history and then writes it really big again. Um, and starts talking about there's a small recap of the Firefly Funhouse match where John Cena disappeared. And he said, I guess John had it right. We can't see him anymore. And so that's the end of John Cena, I guess we're supposed to believe. But uh, anyway, so he turns his attention to Braun um, and says, Braun, I brought you into the swamp uh, and I gave you family, but you didn't. You turned your back on family and, and everything. And he's like, Do we forgive him? And it went around and they're all like, oh, no, we can't forgive you. We can't. And then the, the rabbit goes, we, I like Braun. Braun's a good guy. And he says, shut up, rabbit. Um, so it ends. So basically, Bray's leading up to saying, um, "I'll I'll forgive you if you just say sorry," and uh, and he wants the title back as well. That's the other thing he said. Oh, um, yeah, he wants the title back. But uh, Braun just goes, "I'm not playing into your games anymore, um, Bray." Whatever. And so Bray just kind of starts doing his menacing thing, and then he starts to go, "Bye, see us, bye." And Braun's like, "Hey, I got one more thing to say to you." He's like, uh, I'm ready to let you in anytime. And, and and the show ends with Braun saying, bye, see you later, waving all happy. And Bray looking pissed that Braun got one over him on that. Um, I thought it was great. I didn't do a great job of really explaining everything that happened because a lot happened in that little segment. But it was fantastic. Uh, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen this segment, go watch it. Bray, Bray Wyatt just really, really shines through on his on just all his ability just to go from super happy smiley to like dark and glowering and it's just it's just good i i have uh and and i thought braun did a great job um responding to that uh, i believe ace had some thoughts he wanted to share on it um i'm sure Mike oh does yeah well, so yeah how ace, sick was it that finally somebody wanted to get the universal title back <laughs> that's nice to see like like remember oh. movie or like just a title back in general like everyone loses the title and they, they don't care Looking at members oh, of the OC, yeah. looking at Kofi Kingston, looking Seth at Rollins. anyone, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins yeah, like yeah. all these people just lose their title and they don't even care. 
Yeah. It's just like, fair. finally, okay. somebody wants their title back. Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know. I feel like this is a feud that doesn't need the title attached to it, and they could just. But it's it. cool, though. It's it is cool. Show. Like I like it. I just I feel like they could have had like two big semi mains with this, and then like a title match. But I get it's it. It's a good way I, to get them to like, go after each other. Yeah, I, I like the True. feud. I'm a fan. I know Spencer's like a huge fan of both of these guys, so it's definitely yeah. I'm sure a great one for you. I like them both too. Two of my yeah, favorites, yeah, I and think, I came I, upon I, I them both I, differently. I, I, so. I think what you Sorry. mean is like it, it doesn't need the title, but like the title set it up though. Like it, it yeah. sets itself up. It does. Used to be the champ. Boom, boom, boom. It sets itself. Yeah. I can't wait. And that was I'm SmackDown. Excited. That was all of SmackDown. SmackDown, pretty good night overall. I mean, SmackDown has some has been pretty inconsistent. The weird bit um, tonight, I thought, was just the absence of Sami Zayn. Wasn't really explained as far as I could tell. I don't know if either of you guys heard anything different, but. I didn't hear them explain Sammy not being there in any way, so we'll see. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Dude, they didn't show why Matt Riddle was on the card. wasn't on the card, but I knew he was there because of the smoke. Well, isn't um, Sammy Zayn Canadian? Yeah, he's but got dual. I mean, I would assume he. I mean, did he have to come back to Canada after filming uh, WrestleMania? I mean, no, I would assume he'd rather be at home, but if he does, probably this have- one. But he does. He's the champion. So, but I just was curious. I would. That would be my guess as to why he's in there. But I might be wrong. Who knows? I, I, yeah, I had a question, I you guys. Because we didn't I see Gulak. Yeah, I wanted to see Gulak, but we didn't see Debra either. Mm-hmm. Next week. Next week, him and Cesaro. Have oh, a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already. I hope. Already I hope Debra and Gulak make the ladder match. That'd be hype. That would be sweet. Yep. Hey, you guys been eating? Uh, what you guys been? You guys been eating? Ordering any food lately? Mm, like, well, to support local. Well, oh, um, actually, yes. We always order from the black market. They make really nice soups and salads. So, we're gonna plug them on this podcast. Shout out! The, the black, black market is a place on the internet. Uh, it's very <laughs> spooky. You don't want to go there. Oh, is made of <laughs> made of uh, <laughs> toenails. Oh man. Um, Okay, we really need to cut this out. See, yeah, no, nothing's gonna cut. Anyways, oh, I can't yes. wait for. Uh, I don't want this. I don't want this to be. <laughs> I had a Wendy's burger on Friday after some people I work with had some bad work news. I was like, I just want a burger, but I got it as healthy as I could. I was like, no mayo, no cheese, and it was still good. Hit, 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 <sighs> good. You health nut. You yeah, but it, it makes Wendy's. a it makes a difference. I guess. All right, whatever, man. Um, you been Wendy's, was, you been Wendy's was good. No, I, I haven't had Wendy's in a while. Um, I had McDonald's the uh, one night this week. I don't remember which one. Um, most of the time I try to cook. Uh, I've been trying to cook at home since we started this whole thing. So last night mm. I, I made uh, I made a steak, on the, a couple steaks in the barbecue and some mashed potatoes. And um, and later <laughs> on that night I had tequila. Too. So. Oatmeal as well. Gotta love that oatmeal. But uh, tonight, we, uh, I'm some other stuff. I don't get this segment, though. When did this happen? This is nothing. I was just talking to talk because we recapped all the shows. I was also going to say we ordered, like, local food and on, on WrestleMania Day, but they were so bad, we're not shouting them out. We're not shouting them out. That's all. Two-hour delivery them. time. We're not going to drag them, say. though. We're not dragging them, Mike. We're not that type of podcast. We're just not going to shout them out. But that so, I just wanted to transition out of the show recap into some nonchalant talk because it's time for our three segments. Who wants to boy. introduce the first one? First up is the clapper. 
The Clapper. It's basically what we liked this week. One thing in wrestling. I'll start. My clapper this week is Lance Archer. Huge fan of the Murderhawk monster. Everybody dies. Another squash match this week. They've really done a good job of booking him. Yeah, 100p from this guy. Very nice. Lance Archer's a good choice. Yeah, I like um, him. him my, Jake Roberts are good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm uh, slowly being won over by them. Uh, I, like I said before, I think uh, let, uh, let Lance Archer win me over. Him and Jake Roberts, of course. Um, but uh, my clapper is what we just talked about, uh, Braun and Bray. Um, mm. I thought that was awesome, that segment. I'm hyped for all their segments going forward. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Braun Strowman is universal champion in this. And there's only there's less than 10 universal champions ever. So I find that uh, pretty fantastic um, from my boy Braun. But uh, yeah. Yeah, good. I, I'm happy to see Braun as universal champion. It's a good title for him. Adds a little prestige to the belt for sure. Much needed, we could say. Mike mm-hmm. wants to do a whole special on the universal title. Mike's got a couple specials brewing. You did. Uh, um, anyways, my clapper. Uh, I hope you do those podcast specials. That'd be hype. The clapper yeah. for me was um, Spencer. I think you guys. Well, Spencer got what I was going to go with, but I have a backup one. Uh, it was WrestleMania because it was this week. It was on Sunday, I guess. And uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah, but that Saturday was last week. But I'm still going to shout it out. My favorite part was the Boneyard match, and it was just a good distraction. I'm happy it happened. Watched the Boneyard match. It was fun watching Toker Taker Toker. The Undertoker. The Undertoker. The Crundertoker. The Crundertoker. Why did we ever say that? It's way better than Crundertaker. Crundertoker? Um, way better. Yeah, I like when he was like, oh, who wants some? And he just like fights all those games. It was good. Um, but can I uh, intro the next segment? Yeah, just real yeah. quick. I loved WrestleMania too. Charlotte and Rio, I thought was my favorite match. But yeah, great over overall. All right, Ace. Spencer, you, you want me to intro it? Yeah, you uh, seem like you got an idea for it, so let's go. All right, this next segment is called The Crapper. The Crapper. It's the one thing in wrestling we didn't like this week. So, uh, Spencer, you go first. All right, uh, that's fair. My uh, Crapper would be all the squash matches. Um, it seemed like uh, a lot of matches on both Raw and SmackDown and even a few on NXT were just squash matches. Just And one or two of them a show, maybe I can, I can handle if it's okay. But uh, like to squash someone for Nia Jax, to squash someone for the Forgotten Sons, and I don't even remember all the other ones on the, on the cards. Like, um, just, it was just too much. So uh, that was my, uh, my crapper. There was... Um, yeah, just just the night of the squash matches or the week of the squash matches, I should say. Um, my crapper was the Dark Order. They just continue to be bad, Mike. I like Luke <laughs> Harper, Brody Lee, baby. He's great. I hate the Dark Order. Their segments are terrible. They're not a serious team. They make Brody Lee look worse. But he's going to have a cool nickname when this is all said and done. Everyone's going to be like, oh, he was the exalted one. Don't you forget. Like, that sounds cool. So he's getting a sweet nickname out of it, I guess. Yeah, I'm Looking with you the there. Bright side. Dark Order is lame. 
Brody Lee is better, better than that gimmick. I hope they switch it sometime soon, but whatever, we'll see. My crap. Like, you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like I the, do. The Exalted one's a cool nickname. Like, the rated R superstar. Even when it's not his gimmick, they still call him that. They're going to keep calling him the Exalted one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the, I think that was part of the point. Like, it's something that you should be talking about after, even when it's done. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those I names. I hope so. My crapper. Hey, for this crapper. Team. Yeah, the entire SmackDown Women's Division is my crapper right now in terms of the, uh, the title. I just, I, they're going, this, this uh, story with Bailey and Sasha needs to end. Uh, not a huge fan of how long they've dragged it on for. And Bailey's like pinned every other woman on the roster. Not buried, but getting pretty close to burying the rest of the roster. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like where it's going. I like Sasha a bit more than Bailey personally as a heel, but I just want someone else to have the title. Even like Lacey Evans, you know, put it on somebody fresh. Just create some new. Like it's like I think it's either a year or getting close to a year that Bailey's had the title now. It's about time to end it. Yeah, it'll be a year next month, I think, because because uh, Becky Becky won both titles at coming out of Mania last year. And then she lost one of them at uh, Money in the Bank to Charlotte. And then Charlotte immediately got pinned by Bailey, who cashed in her win. So I think that's when Bailey started. I think you didn't hear those started. sirens out on the mean streets of Canada. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Uh, so our next segment, uh, we have the thing we found. The uh, the funniest thing going in wrestling, the knee slapper. <laughs> the knee slapper. Um, Ace, you want to go first, or do you want uh, do you want me to say mine? Oh, I can go. Go for it. Pineapple Pete, baby, sugar dunking kid. <laughs> Including that is Jericho's lineup. Who is this? Pineapple Pete. That's sugar Dunkington. I showed that to my coworker. If I showed it to my coworker, it's good. I like He's it. good. Sugar. Jericho's line was good. There's really not that much to talk about other than that was good. You're right. There isn't a lot. Um, mine remains uh, the same thing that I said all week. Um, and it was Titus O'Neil's face coming out of the Firefly Funhouse match and all the, all the, uh, the, the nonsense fuckery we uh, put up with through that. Um, and it just got to watch and then to come out, come out of it to see Titus's face basically sum up what everyone was feeling. Beautiful. Perfect. I was Ace like, agrees. That's, that's only- hilarious. So there was the only thing that Titus, Titus O'Neil has to do on Mania. It was great. He nailed it. Um, I want to also shout out one other, one other quick thing. But uh, on social media, on Twitter, the last couple of days, I've seen um, this like... Uh, Give me a minute challenge or what? I don't know exactly what the hell it is, but I saw both the men's and women's rosters of WWE do it, and it's kind of like they're starting out hanging out in their house, and then they have to flitch, flick, and they're in their their ring gear, and it's done to a song. Um, I thought it was actually pretty entertaining. Um, you can probably find it online if you if you want, but uh, I want to shout that out because I thought that was funny. Awesome, I can dig it. I'm with you there. My knee slapper for this week is going to have to be, well, boys, uh, I'll be completely honest here. I had a thought, and then it completely escaped me once I spoke up, and now I don't remember what it was whatsoever. So Daddy, you can go with the default. Austin <laughs> Theory. That's an easy one. <laughs> He's got a point. He's got a point. 
Let's let him think about it. Oh, Mike's thinking. My knee slapper is uh, going back to Monday Night Raw, and I'm I'm at, I'm just laughing at the fact that they had. Well, it's not laughable, but I'm just going to call it a knee slapper. Like the nonchalant moving of Apollo Crews from SmackDown to Raw. <laughs> With no context. We just, oh, sorry, there was context. There was a draft pick that was traded for Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. But I just laugh at like how they just subtly moved him over. Like there wasn't, you know, they didn't have at least a couple promos or something, or like building up the fact that like this was a big acquisition that Raw made. Nope. Just by the way, Apollo Cruz is here. We got him from that trap that trade that you forgot about way back. Like because I yeah, personally that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. And then he wrestled the a great he did, yeah. Only, it was a good match. Excuse, yeah, no, no knee slapper for the match. I thought the match was good. Yeah, the only excuse was like maybe it's COVID. So yeah, <laughs> you got to move what you can when you can. <laughs> True. I guess I don't know. Anyways, you know. let's wrap it up with what we enjoyed for crunning on this evening. Um, I can go um, first on that one. Uh, my pick tonight was the spinach farm blueberry hybrid. Uh, coming in at 20%. Smells very fruity. Um, doesn't taste super fruity as far as I can tell, but I can never really tell with taste. So someone else may taste something better, but uh, or different, I should say. But uh, Spinach Farms had it a couple times. Uh, very reliable grower. Give them a shout out. Ooh, yeah, Mine was Edison Eldorado. Edison Eldorado is 19%. It's a bit brown. They say they keep their stuff fresh. I disagree. Edison, you could do better, but it still gets your crowned. Mike? Yeah, so last night I got completely, like, splattered on edibles, so I chose to go joints today instead. And I just went with the good old Triple X. It's pretty solid, 5A. Had two of those. And then who, who knows? Might, might dibble-dabble after this, too. Well, uh, follow us on social media at Crundlemania, Instagram and Twitter. Mike's doing the daily news. If he can ever do it, I'm usually the next tap to do it. And then if I can't, Ace can't do it, maybe Spencer. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm good to say goodbye. Anyone final thought? Anyone want the final word? <laughs> Nothing really to say. Uh, just one quick thing. Thanks, everybody that's given us support so far and interacted with us on social media. Appreciate the support and appreciate uh, you guys uh, being along for the ride with us and uh, keep on blazing. Share, share the podcast, you know, maybe, maybe we'll start doing some prizes. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, like the, mailing the, out figures or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll make shirts. We can make some shirts. I don't know. I don't know some gear. Proceeds go to charity or mm -hmm. food. Charity yeah, called we'll Spencer's see. Stomach. No, we'll kidding. see if we can get the 10 podcasts before. If we can get 10 of these, then we'll do a shirt. But I'm good. You guys out? Yeah. I'm out. out of here.